Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Leo, the other thing I wanted to talk about is on Twitter, you are the king of the shittiest takes I think I've ever seen on Twitter. God damn it. This is gonna, can I go on one show without that coming up? <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Do you think you can dig it up so we can go through it? It was right after you came on the first time. Um, the st- PlayStation State of Play happened and you went through game by game and you had a take on all of them. And it was so shitty. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll have to find that one, but I, I do specifically remember the one you were talking about. Yes. Uh, Go might... back about three weeks or so. You should be able to find it. I remember. So you went like game by game. And uh, yeah, you, I, so... I, 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 I do remember going game by game. Helldivers was the first one on the list. And what would, do you remember maybe what you said about Helldivers? Probably something about it looking generic. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 finding that uh, that tweet now. It might take me a You're bit. You're kind of like it's generic. No one's gonna play this. It looks pretty bad. I will say when... I'm wrong about nobody playing it. Uh, that, that I very wrong about that. What other game do you run around and shoot bugs like as a starship trooper? Well, you it, it, was, it was more like, like, my, my thoughts on Helldiver was more for the from the perspective of like, hey, th- this game it doesn't like visually and gameplay wise look like something we haven't seen done before. Like I expected with all the okay. hype around Helldivers for it to be, there was no hell hype around Helldivers. No, no, no. I see. I, I was on several gaming podcasts that did have absolute hype around it, though. That's why I was so confused. That's crazy. They put no marketing into it. There was, I don't know, man, like obviously with the way that they're having such massive server issues, it's very clear that they were not expecting this to be such a success. I think that the highest the Helldivers 1 got on Steam in terms of concurrent players was like 7,000. Dang. 7,000. Nobody knew what Helldivers was. I think they hit 200,000 this week, didn't they? 450, 100,000. Four hundred and fifty hundred thousand. Four hundred and fifty hundred thousand. <laughs> I've been fucking that up all week. Yeah, you <laughs> um, have. <laughs> on Steam alone, that wow. doesn't count PS Five. But you know what I noticed? They don't boot you if you're AFK. So like when I'm done playing, I put my shit into rest mode, and uh, yeah, my my homie's just still chilling on the ship when I come back in the next day, and so that's taking up a server spot. So I wonder they fixed it today. They if did. you're AFK for fifteen minutes, you're getting booted. Yes. So I wonder what that will do to their numbers, because that could have been oh, a high that might percentage. Have been inflating things, yeah. Quite a bit, because I'll tell you what, it's been out for about three weeks. My homie's been on that starship for most of that three weeks. Yikes. Eh? 
Hey, man, I got in. So everybody's complaining about server issues. I'm like, eh, I have not left my ship. Yeah, the um, the creator actually has just been like, listen, like we're so happy that you guys like Helldivers, but maybe wait to yeah. buy it because the servers are overloaded. Well, people were complaining. Like, I bought this game and the servers don't even work. What the fuck? And he was like, dude, we made a great game. It's super duper fun, but I hear you. And until we fix it, maybe you shouldn't buy it. Which is pretty cool, man. This is a bold thing for a CEO, a big That's gaming a company. That's a very bold thing for someone like, Don't to buy say them. when everyone's just fucking greedy these days. Yes. Have but you go ever back seen... To go back to these takes. Yeah. Hold on. Well, I'm, are you still I'm, pulling it up, Liam? Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling it up. I don't really have a good way to search for it, so I'm just scrolling through my Twitter history. I'm back to January 20th. Do you remember when you the state search. of play was? There's a, there's a search that you can do when you go to your profile. Oh, there is? I yeah, should be able so to figure it out. We go, were in copper when you go did Go to your it. profile, and you see on the top right corner how there's a magnifying glass? Oh, yeah. And now just type in, I don't know, state of play or whatever. And then we'll show all the, the tweets that you had that <clears throat> mentioned state of play. <clears throat> or Helldivers, if that's another one. So, hey, Vex, have you, Arrowhead Games is who made it. Have you ever gone to their Twitter? No. Should go I? To it real, yeah, go to it real quick. And read me the bio. Okay. I cannot stop fucking up like 400, 100,000. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Arrowhead Games. Yeah, it and then says, just read their bio. It just says, okay, I don't think I'm looking at the right one. Um, so that has zero followers. Roblox Arrowhead? Okay, hold on. I, yeah. I, I found it, just so you know. I, uh, I, I end up just scrolling and find it, but yeah, I found it. Keep that locked and loaded, buddy. You got it. Type in Arrowhead. Arrowhead Games. I did, and it's not coming up the studio. Shoot. Arrowhead. Maybe just try Arrowhead. Arrowhead Game Studios. There we go. Sounds good. Okay, a game for everyone is a game for no one. I facts. That's fucking facts. love that. That was such a good post. It's their bio. Well, it, but it's a photo, was it not? Like a, like a photo they posted? No, it's just written in their bio. Oh, okay. I I, I saw a screenshot of them or uh, uh, like someone reposting a, what was a, a photo that said that in like bold letters, but it was like from their page. I love yeah. that. Either way, it's, because it's entirely accurate. It's an incredible every game, especially live service games, just try to be a game for everyone. Look at Destiny Two. Destiny Two cannot figure out what the fuck it wants to be. It comes out and it's like it's kind of made for everybody. And then they start leaning into it being for diehards. And it's like people who are like down to raid, they start leaning into that. And then, Oh no, numbers start to go down. So destiny two comes out and they're like, you know what? No more random roles. No more. any. this is more of a game for everyone. And then numbers start to tank. So then they change again. They're always trying to play catch up with their player base. I just kind of love that. They were like, fuck it. We're making our game. This is, um, that's the same problem that I feel Halo has, is instead of just catering to the hardcore fan base that has kept that game alive for decades, they just decide, fuck it, we're going to be at the game for everyone. We're going to be Call of Duty. And now it fucking sucks. And then I do also love, so Vex, you always are like, PlayStation only has single player story-based games. And I would always be like, well, I mean, Helldivers is Okay, again, you you also take this out of context. I say... The biggest selling features for PlayStation uh -huh. are single-player story-based games. Well, and Helldivers, bitch, which I've been talking about for months. Woo! I now, to be fair to you. You're talking about that for months at all, I'm going to be honest. Oh, I've been talking about Helldivers for, for forever. 
I knew because it's been on my radar for a long time. I okay. I did not think it was going to be this big of a deal at all. Because like I played the first one, like me and Ace Guy and Mrs. Yeti, we would all throw down. We had good times in there. It was fun. We figured two would be fun too. We didn't think it'd be this big. I'd figure I'd play it for a week, maybe three. Call it good. Did not think I'd be like, this is my new obsession. I fucking love it. Anyway, just kind of fun because you know. I like when that happens with sequels, though. Like it's it's unexpected ones because, like you were you were saying that Helldivers one wasn't like that that popular. No, and it was like a top down like twin stick shooter. But everything else was very similar, like calling in stratagems and the bugs and team like friendly fire being on and you constantly fucking up your teammates, which is always just so funny. Dude, Mrs. Yeti blows me up with these goddamn eagle airstrikes she calls in all the fucking time. <laughs> I'm like, could you fucking throw those further away from my feet, please? No, bitch. And then she goes, no, puta. And then she does it again. All right, Leon, let's let's go through this. I remember I was in Copper Mountain. And I saw your take and I was like, I think I disagree with every one of these. So what did you say? You give me one moment and because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm lost on, it. No, I didn't lose it. No, I, I'm retweeting it and, and, and uh, you know, quoting you saying I'm admitting in real time that I'm wrong. <laughs> you know, what's okay. fun about you, Leon. Like You have a good sense of humor. I fucking love it. That's it. When you look like me, that's the only way you can get by in life. <laughs> 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 Dude, when people laugh too hard, when you brag on yourself, isn't it the worst? <laughs> All right, so uh, Helldivers Two, I just said generic AF. Um, <laughs> no, I was wrong uh, again. No. I'll, I'll, I was wrong. <laughs> I mean, in terms of like, to be fair to you, you're kind of wearing like a Destiny esque hunter cape, and you're shooting. I don't know. I can't really think of any games where you shoot like bugs specifically, and plus also robots. Nobody talks about the robots, but you also fight robots. Um, I mean, yeah, it's an over-the-shoulder third-person shooter, but like, it's just so different in the way that like you call in support weapons. Your friendly fire is turned on, and you cannot turn that shit off. You will be fucking up your friends, and it will drive you crazy sometimes because they'll fuck you up too. There's this mortar. The mortar rules, right? It just shoots up, just constantly thumping up these like bombs, and then they rain down on the enemies. But if the enemies are too close to you, that mortar's fucking you up too. God damn it, do I kill Ace Guy with that mortar <laughs> all the time? It's good. It's good, man. Can you think of any other games? It's like, yeah, friendly fire is on. Deal with it. Uh, so I play Smash Bros. competitively, and in tournaments, you have to play with friendly fire on, or at least you used to. Because I I play single player, uh, single competitive tournaments now. But I used to have okay. a, a partner, and um, we I remember going into our first doubles tournament, <clears throat> not knowing that it was a requirement to have friendly fire on, and all of our strategies were based around playing with friendly fire off. So we washed that tournament. We got fucked. Um, that's funny so ever since then i've done all doubles tournaments prep with with friendly fire on and uh it is it is rough in a competitive gameplay se setting but that's the only other one that i know but of now thing. imagine that smash brothers comes out that's on mandatory how many little kids are buying that game now <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna ruin some fucking friendships right there as, as god intended when making smash bros so <laughs> that and Mario Kart is the way to just like dissolve your middle school friendships. But have you guys been seeing the clips and everything online of people just fucking each other up on accident? People getting fucked up by like 500 kilogram bombs just exploding in their face. No. Uh, most of uh, what I've seen online are people struggling to get into the lobby, which is so unfortunate because uh, <laughs> again, it is, it does actually seem fun. I wonder if it's still, so again, 
the thing that kicks this you is out like of a your AFK. Line, I don't know if it's been fixed, so. No, it hasn't. Um, <laughs> it's still a problem. I know tricks to get around it. Like, for first of all, pre-planning, ladies and gentlemen. So let's say, like, the babies go down at 7 o'clock, right? So that's when me and Mrs. Yeti can play, 7 o'clock. So you know what we do? At 6 o'clock, we turn on our systems and have them start trying to log in. And normally, one of us gets in by that time. And if one of you is in, you can then invite the other and they can skip the line and get in. Mm-hmm. So that's the strat. Mm-hmm. But now that they're kicking people that are AFK, I wouldn't be surprised if it's fixed. Because I tried twice today to get in and I got in instantly each time. No cues. Nice. Yeah. So I that was also during the middle of the day, though. So that's probably, you know, lower player count. Yeah, middle of the day. Yeah. But I, I I was nodding along and then I realized you can't see me. But yeah, OK, I, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> but previously, middle of the day, there's there still were cues. So I wanted to try tonight to see if I could get in. But Casa Bonita straight to here. What can you do? What can you do? So anyway, that was your take on Helldivers. Uh, next one was Stellar Blade. I said looks awesome, but it's a PS5 exclusive. Bring it to PC or don't bother. <laughs> Which um, they revealed last week that it was originally built on PCs, so we might get a PC release. Yeah, I, I think it's going to well, be a timed exclusive. I think maybe a year yes. later they'll bring it to PC. That makes sense, yeah. Well, it makes sense when you look at who made it, then you can figure it all out. Because uh, Shift Up is who makes it, which is not owned by Sony, meaning it's probably a timed exclusive. There you go. All right. Right. All right. And and um, if, and to be fair, if they announce that it's never coming to PC, I won't lie. I'll still buy a PS5 copy just to support it because I want to see this game succeed. It does look great. I don't really like that the main character is this like skimpy chick. I don't I don't dig it when you games might do be that. The only guy saying that. Right I now. love it guy. when games do that. I won't I won't even lie. Just I'm like, so like, not into having like a little childish crush on a fucking video game character. That is though, yeah. so lame. Do you what? like seeing women that look like women instead of dykes? But I don't think that the way that this chick looks looks like actual women. I don't know any woman that like, okay, looks like that. Okay, let me rephrase That's... this. Okay, do you want all your women in video games looking like Abby from The Last of Us Part Two? No, but I mean, she she looks like many Asian women I've seen. So I, I won't lie. I, I don't I don't quite get that comparison. Actually, she looks exactly like her body model, which is crazy. Yeah, the only thing that's changed is like they changed the face up to give her more. And the uh, body makeup. model for her is like a supermodel in Korea, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's a supermodel because she's like you know not average. Yes. Right. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm just but, saying like like average for Asians uh, for Asian women is still like solid nine and a half in America. So. What are you talking about? Do you know? How many... <laughs> no, I'm mean, because they, look, they've got they they take care of themselves better. They've got better diets. They have like uh, Vex was saying earlier. Maybe more the ones that you're looking at on TikTok, homes. I was gonna oh, say I, I've met I've met a lot of Korean women that I've met a lot of fucking Koreans. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I have a lot of Filipinos in my in my uh, step family because my dad married a Filipino woman. Okay. Filipinos are different from Koreans, though. No, I, I, I said Asians. To be fair, I said Asians. So I've got a lot of Koreans. I've got a lot so of many people with, with Filipinos and Chinese people. So. <laughs> All right. No. Okay. The point, though, yes. Um, like it's it's fine that you're not attracted to her. That's fine. Um, but even as a woman, I like seeing characters that look feminine. I don't like this hyper masculinization. I get you, but so she looks feminine while she's firing guns and like twisting people up in her legs and choking them out. That's cool. I'll, I'll run with it. 
you know, all those chicks who can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, anyway, I, I don't know. I've always, it doesn't have to be real. Like I'm not saying it does have to be real. All I, I well, really don't on. like it when I, dudes. I, I, I'm sending you a picture of Vax and Yeti. I'm sending you both on, on, on Twitter right now. A picture of my almost 60 year old stepmom. And you tell me that you're like, okay, yeah, it's fair. A- Asians, Asians age well. Like, right, hold, on. <laughs> hold, hold on a sec. She's your stepmom, you say? Shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, hold on. I just, I just got to know. You sent me a link? No, no, I, I just now sent you the photo, and Vex, I'm sending it to you right now. Okay. Sent a photo. So when you look at that, tell me that, that she looks 60. Like, she is 60 dude. years, or well, she's 50, 57. <clears throat> no, she does not look in it. This video, this photo looks grainy as fuck. What the hell? Look, my dad's got an iPhone. On, I can't give in. I can't convince him to switch to Android. An iPhone? What four? <laughs> no, uh, whatever one the second most recent one is. Here, hold on. Let me. No, no. I think it's just the front facing cam. That's all. It's and he's maybe not steady. That's all. But she I don't know, man. Very it good. honestly looks like Gina Carano. You know how Gina Carano wears that like military esque hat and then like a carp, like a poncho. Looks very Gina Carano-esque, I won't lie. Here, is, is, is this one better? This is the only other photo I have of, of their most recent trip to Disney World last week, so... I was gonna say, are they on uh, Rise of the Rebellion right there? Yeah. Looks like it. That's cool. That ride's pretty fun. Um, yeah, that... Uh, what do you want me to say here? All, all I'm she saying is, when, I, I'm saying that Asians, like, take care of themselves. You wouldn't look at her and realize she's 57, in my opinion. Okay, that's also such a huge paintbrush that you're painting with. That's crazy. There's also a ton that don't. <laughs> There's like a ton well, of I'm, Americans I'm the that take care of their body and look Asians fucking great. In my life and the vast majority of Asians in my life uh, look very good. So like, like just look naturally healthy and better than Americans. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, so. okay, I'm going to, again, because technically I'm Asian as well when you say Asians age better, okay? Orientals. Okay, well, <laughs> fuck you, first of all. Okay, second of all. <laughs> um, I'm sure you're going to age great as well. Dude. I'm just specifying, you know? Your ability to have the worst takes is so fun. <laughs> um, I think it's, it, okay, this goes down to genetics, first of all. And second of all, if I meet fifty you percent know, genetics, maybe okay. Yeah, if I meet a Filipino rice farmer who's been out in the sun all day, they're probably yeah. going to look worse at sixty than your stepmother, who is you know who's wearing married. a hat at night. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's married. She has the opportunity to really like take care of herself and invest time in that, right? So I feel like maybe yes. I think if you think just um also your dad looks like he'll trade her in if she slips for sure. <laughs> oh my god yeah holy shit <laughs> look at him he definitely looks like i could i'll trade you in for a newer newer model tomorrow if you start gaining weight bitch so she fucking knows oh shit damn damn <laughs> all right keep it tight <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I just hope I look half as good as fucking my father when I turned that age. When I'm also when I'm 58 or however old he is. So. <laughs> what were we saying? Oh, I think I've made it perfectly clear on this podcast that I really don't like it when like people are into even movie stars, but especially fake things like that woman in Stellar Blade is not a real person. It's so weird that so many dudes are like, oh, fuck yeah, dude, look how hot she is. She don't exist. The ideology behind it, though, is the fact that this used to be a normal thing in video games, which was to have, you know, like uh, conventionally attractive uh, uh, female characters. And then we've seen Western games intentionally shy away from that because they want to go along with this modern uh, body positivity ideology and to see a game. I do appreciate that the company making the game shift up. They're like, fuck you. We're doing what we want. <laughs> like, right. I love that's, that. that. That's like, why eh, I want to succeed is for that mentality. Not because the, the, you know, the pixels on the screen are hot. I get you. No, I'm see, here's the thing that makes me conflicted because I don't really like the way she's drawn up but like everything else about the game looks dope. And then I do also like them being like, this is our game. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a capitalist. I'm all for that mentality. I feel like the pixels thing that you're getting on is like a very small, very weird segment of it all. That That's all. I think in the broader spectrum mm-hmm. of things, like did you, did you see the new drawings of Laura Croft at all, Yeti? Nope. Okay. You know how there's the the redesign, right? I think the the redesign for Laura Croft in the newer games, I think she's still beautiful. Like Shadow of the Tomb Raider, those games? Yeah, yeah. I think she still looks great. She still looks very yeah. feminine. I have no problem with it. Um, but they redesign- And she's not over the top with like a massive like rack and like this skimpy clothes. She just looks like a, like a 20-something-year-old who is constantly out on adventures would probably look. A very attractive and very attractive still, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then... This one, they when they saw the redesign, I was like, okay, that's not too bad. But for some reason, now they've like they've really manned her up in the face. For some reason, she literally has that's man weird. jaws. She has really? a man. Yeah, she looks like a dude. And like, if you just like just just look, <clears throat> put her next to Dylan Mulvaney, and it's the same face. It's huh. really weird. Yeah, really it, like. Weird. It, like w- when I'm playing video games, I I don't necessarily. Maybe this is because I'm a Nintendo gamer first and foremost. I don't want realism. Like I I, I even even in the recent Tomb Raider games, where mm. is her redesign bad? I wouldn't say it's bad, but I will say it's not fantastical. I'm in the original Tomb Raider games. You're running around as a woman shooting guns at dinosaurs. Like I've all my my suspension of disbelief is about as high as it can get already. You don't need to try and make her look realistic. You don't like realism in games. Not particularly, no. I, again, I'm a Nintendo gamer. When I, when I play The Legend of Zelda, there's no way Link is going through this world being an absolute pretty boy looking like Leo DeCap in beaches. But you know what? Yeah, I get you. It, but it, like it, when I play Spider Man, I get you. Like, I don't think every game needs to be Spider Man 2. But like Spider Man 2, when you were swinging around New York at night and it looked like a fucking picture of New York, it was so cool. Depends on oh, the game. You know, environmentally, you if you want to make your, your environments look um like graphically realistic that's that's not going to make me depart from reality especially spider-man 2 is based on a real world place so that's all you know that that's acceptable as opposed to again terminate i rule is real to me damn it (laughs) in in tomb raider you're shooting dinosaurs you know I, i wouldn't want a jurassic park game to be uh realistic i mean i would want i would want it to be graphically well done but i would not care if it was if the women in a Jurassic Park game were sexy and if the men looked like Conan the, Conan the Barbarian, like it just, it, I wouldn't really care too much. 
What? It, it, so it, would, it wouldn't affect my enjoyment of the game if the character models were uh, unrealistic. I'm already playing a video that's, game about Okay, dying. that's what you mean by realism. You want, like, okay, I get you. I was thinking you were talking graphically. I didn't think you were th- talking like Laura Croft looking like a 20 something would look if she spent all her time dicking around in the Amazon. Right. Yeah. No, I just, I, I just, I, I like that, that escapism and fantasy that video games give, which is why I, again, I play, mostly play older games. I, I've been playing Duke Nukem a lot lately, like, like Duke Nukem 3D. <laughs> or again, I've been playing a lot of, uh, I, I beat Skyward Sword last night for the first time since like 2011. There's literally nothing realistic about the way Link and Zelda are drawn in that game in terms of comparing it to something like modern day Lara, Lara Croft. But I got so much more emotional and investment in the game because it was clearly fantastical. Next point you make is that you don't understand why they would only put it on PlayStation 5. Like basically you said if it's not on PC, fuck it. Oh, just for me personally in terms of I'm not going to be I own a PS5, so I won't be able to play it. Gotcha. Do you make the type of money that would allow you a PS5 should you want one? So I I do, but it's more of I've put so much effort into this gaming PC that I don't want to that it would it would feel superfluous to play a handful of um exclusives that I'll probably get to PC if I just have patience. Gotcha. That makes sense. I totally if I were you, this is coming to PC. I guarantee it. Eventually, maybe a year about, but yeah, it's a third party studio for sure. It's coming. Oh, yeah. I'm a massive fan of Devil May Cry, for example. This game looks like that on Asian or Bayonetta or Bayonetta. Yeah, that's that's a selling point for me. It's like Bayonetta and Bayonetta is like Devil May Cry. So I've been telling Vex about this game for a while, but she just would not go look at a trailer until I fucking forced her. I would not let it go until she went and watched it. And she was like, oh, this does look cool. And I was like, right? Does. Yep. It does I really cool. liked Bayonetta. I really liked Bayonetta. Um, I hope it comes to PC so you guys can play it. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with Leon on the realism, but also it depends on the game. So if I'm playing something, you know, like fucking Mario Kart where I'm driving on a rainbow and throwing turtle shells at people, I'm not expecting for that to look hyper-realistic. But, you know, if I'm playing as a Superman in an alternate version of New York, yeah, that'd be pretty cool to look realistic as possible. How cool would it be yeah. if Mario Kart was hyper realistic? That We're would be terrifying, about, actually. Yoshi looks like a Velociraptor. <laughs> like Mario looks like this overweight dude with his butt crack out, dude. Come on. Terrifying. terrifying. <laughs> and you're throwing like bleeding turtle shells around the, the oh. track. Come but, on. Dude, to, to that uh, to that point though, there was this realistic um war simulator in um back on the PS2 called Shellshock Non 57, where like you actually want like one bullet to the right, you know, as part of the body kills the enemy is, uh, you know, it's it, my, my grandmother would not let my grandfather play the video game. She was afraid of it giving him PTSD. And like <laughs> in games like that, if it's going to, if it's selling point is I want this to be a realistic depiction of insert historical um, event, then yes, I would want realism. <laughs> what was your next take? Uh, Sonic Cross Shadow Generations. I said, let's fucking go, baby. The hype is real. Sega, you're still a trash company, though. <laughs> oh, man. When Sonic came on, I was like, who the fuck the cares about Sonic the Hedgehog? A lot of people still care about I Sonic. I know. They're yeah. so weird, though. And, of course, Leon's like, I love Sonic, dude. It's so funny. Every time I zig, Leon zags. And it's fucking, like, every time. <laughs> 
Sonic's fan base is so strange. What do you mean? They're full of people who are like, I don't know, they like hypersexualize these characters. Like you read Sonic High School. Oh, That's... should we read a segment of that, by the way, since we missed? Well, Leon's not even here today. and it's been a while. So, yes. Okay, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Okay. Song. You've never noticed the Sonic fan base is like hypersexualized and fucking weird about it. Um, every fan base that involves generally Nintendo favorable characters is hypersexualized. I think. really, yes, like Super Smash. Bros. I, I'm back on like... what I missed, but I heard sexualized and Sonic, have, so I yeah. imagine we're talking about the side seen... of the internet that I hate. Yeah, have you seen what the Pokemon fan base is like? No, do you want to read some Pokemon porn? No, there yes. You go. <laughs> yes, yes i do actually okay all right all right what kind of no you know what i don't want to because so i've read a piece of, of pokemon porn and it goes into either bestiality or uh pedo stuff okay well let's stay away from the latter yeah. but how is it bestiality if you're fucking a dragonite i mean it's an animal. come on it's uh not it, it's not an animal it's a fictional so, fucking dragon hold on if they're fucking a hound doom or a growlith. Yeah, is that right. not them just fucking a dog? Not at all. I don't know any dogs that breathe fire. Okay, so then it's it's aliens. They're fucking. I'm. I'm. I'm it's I'm not even an alien. Right it's a houndoom. Are, are you pro having sex with Pokemon? Is that what you're trying to get at? I don't think there's a better use. For... <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a better use for them. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> you ever seen um, a jinx? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Those DSLs, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, just have an army and jinx it. <laughs> oh my <goodness>. Let's go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Gotta catch them all <laughs> Okay. Um Okay, here. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a segment of Sonic. Sonic High School because it was Valentine's Day last week and we didn't get to celebrate Valentine's Day for We didn't truly get to celebrate, you know. Yes. Okay. Ah, it's you! Screamed Amy in a scared and shocked way. You're a murderer. Not yet, said Charmy. But now I will start to be by killing you. Charmy jumped at her from inside the stall and into Amy, and they fell back. And Charmy was on top and holding a knife and was about to cut Amy apart when Rouge came over and kicked Charmy and he flew off her body and over the wall by rolling. Take this, said Rouge, and she flapped her bat wings at Charmy to push all of the horrible poop air at him. <laughs> it all went to him, but then Charmy got up and ran at Amy with his knife and cut her on the legs because he's short and then jumped back. Ow! Why would he run? <laughs> he's a bee. He can fly. Isn't that faster? Sorry, continue. It's okay. You know who these characters are? Of course, I'm a Son of the Hedgehog fan, but I'm the good kind of Son of the Hedgehog fan that stays off the DeviantArt. I just want to throw that out there. All right. No such thing. Said Amy. <laughs> I'm dying. Amy fell backwards and got dizzy. No, stay with me, said Rouge. Use your special move while you can. And Amy knew what Rouge was talking about, so Amy used her special attack. Amy shouted, girl blood! and opened her legs in a stream of blood shot at Charmy. Whoa! <laughs> Since Amy was so good at being nice and caring, <laughs> which is using your heart, Amy was able to speed up her heart so fast that her blood pumped out of the wound on her legs like a super soaker filled up by vampires. 
The blood hit Charmy in the face and body and all over, really. And it was steaming and burning him. But he looked like he didn't care. Amy looked shocked and yelled, How can you be so invincible? And Reed <laughs> said, I bet he can't handle my special attack. Romance bite! Rouge flew with her bat wings and went over to Charmy and bit him oh, in now the, the neck author remembers using her fangs. And tried to make him fall in love with her, but it did not work. Oh, hold on. I gotta read this last one and then I'll stop. Okay. It's not working, cried Amy. He must have superpowers. He's going to kill us for sure. <laughs> Amy and Rouge tried to get away from Charmy, but he kept blocking them and coming at them with a knife. They were finally trapped in a corner, holding on to each other with their best-in-show boobs, pressing up against each other and looking like the sexiest Legos ever. Sexiest Legos ever. There's Damn an episode that. title. Yep. <laughs> Happy belated Valentine's Day. <laughs> Sexiest Legos ever. I And I also wrote down, um, how can you be so invincible? That's pretty funny. How can you be so invincible? So you say that you're one of the Sonic, the Sonic the Hedgehogs fans that's not weird? I don't think I'm weird. No, I, I think they're games I grew up playing with my granny because like I was a small child and she was a gamer. So like I've got wholesome memories with Sonic. So why is it that there's such a massive fan base of Sonic fans that are so fucking goofy? Be, uh, be, because the internet came around, like, after Sonic. So Sonic had this anime in, like, 2003, which was, like, the genesis of when art on the internet started to become a thing and furries started to gain some monicum of notoriety because of the internet and it was effectively a fucking gateway drug towards these depraved motherfuckers that, didn't, that had parents that didn't monitor what they did online. Is my best guess. Uh, to, to also throw into that, um, kids that were sheltered too much, and then all of the sexual frustration that they had, they just channeled it into all the games that they were playing 24-7. But and it's it like specifically some... Sonic all the time. Yeah, well, Sonic was really popular in uh, in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Like, really I was popular. there. Yeah, from, from like 93 to about 2003, so for a solid 10 years, like Sonic was probably, when you thought of video games, you thought of Sonic, Mario, or Pikachu. It was yeah. like those three. It was, it was That was it. Yep. Even even non-gamers could recognize like that image of Sonic the Hedgehog. He was just everywhere. I think I've played one Sonic game. I didn't get it. The little ball went too fast. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, to, to me, it's it's a, it's a wholesome memory thing. Like my my, my grandma, uh, you know, got cancer when I was real young. She couldn't get out of the oh. get out of the house, and so she was like, you know what? I'm gonna be a gamer. And she bought a Genesis, and she bought a Dreamcast, and she bought a fucking PC, and like just put all of her time into Resident Evil and Sonic the Hedgehog and Ratchet and Clank and Duke Nukem and my and she then influenced me. Like like the reason I'm a gamer is because of my. Grandma getting cancer. So these were games we grew up playing that I've just stuck with all these years. So it must hurt you when you see what they've done to Tails. Oh, ab absolutely. When, when, I, when I see what these Sonic fans are, I hate using the word fans, do to, yeah, it's, it is incredibly painful because being a 30-year-old Sonic fan is like, oh, people immediately assume that I touch kids. That's awesome. <laughs> Dang. The mustache you got going ain't helping. That's, that's fair. <laughs> dude i think i could out creeper stash you though that's like the only thing my facial hair does is the perfect creeper stash 
You can't grow it on the sides at all? Nope. I can grow uh, on chin and creeper stash. That's all I got. Wow. I know. Terrible. I'm really trying to get my facial hair to work. I've started buying these oils and stuff, and I, I massage my beard with beard oils just to try and get it to, to grow out better. Can you grow it on them cheeks? So I can, like, my, the, my left side grows really well. The right side is, like, patchy, and that's why it, 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 I'm, I'm really focusing on the, uh, my, my right side in terms of where I'm putting the oil just to try and even mm. things out. I feel like you could have a hell of a Viking beard. Ooh, I would love that. I feel like you could do it. I just need to keep putting in the work. Keep keep put, keep lathering up that beard oil. Jensen Ackles didn't think that he could grow a beard, and then the boys told him he needed one and give him a bunch of products, and look at it now. Who? Jensen Ackles. Who? The, oh, God, which? Uh, Dean oh Winchester in, in oh, Supernatural. Yeah. Supernatural. Nope. Soldier Boy in the Boys. All right. <laughs> I know that guy. There you go. Yeah, he, he couldn't grow beard until he was like in his forties and got a bunch of products. I'm like, you know what? Him being into old ladies is so funny. Wait, what? Soldier boy in the boys. He's into oh, old ladies. The, the threesome with the old ladies. But he's. I think it comes up a couple times that he's into just older ladies. That's that's his yeah. thing. Which is so funny because he's like this handsome man, and he's like, nah, I'm tagging these old keezers. <laughs> I mean. They they know what it was like in the seventies. There you go. I know it's just funny because it's such a waste. <laughs> That's and why it's Jen, funny to me. Jensen Ackles, though, since we're on that topic, what a beautiful man! Oh my goodness. Oh, I can't picture goodness. him in my head, but I do remember him being attractive. His, but I don't his remember. Face was analyzed. This was several years ago. His face was analyzed, uh, and and it was at least at the time scientists deemed it the most uh, symmetrical male face um, of all time. I, I don't know if that's accurate of actual all time, but that's what they said. I can believe it. I we should just that. spread that rumor about somebody. Jensen no, I, I have a photo with Jensen Ackles, actually. How? Oh, nice. I have a photo uh, of Jared Padalecki. <laughs> how, I, yeah, I have a photo Vex with him. is like, well. I have scissors in the magazine. <laughs> uh, no, I went to two supernatural conventions. So, oh, my really? God, same. Yeah, so I have uh, one picture is of me with Dean, Sam, and Castiel, so all three of them. And then I have another photo with um, the guy that plays Bobby. And I have Same. one more photo with the guy that played, um, oh my god, I can't remember which angel it was. It's not Raphael. The actor's mm. name was Sebastian something. Michael, Uriel, Zachariah. We should spread, like, just be like, you know what? Cannoli Sasquatch's face is actually, by <laughs> science, it's been proven <laughs> to be the most symmetrical face. He is technically speaking the most handsome man. I'm actually, yeah, actually, you know what? We should do that. We should, but someone uglier, someone much <laughs> uglier. Yeah, I, uh, Oh, who's that, that guy? Good. Boogie. Boogie 64 or whatever. There, yeah, there you go. Uh, Boogie, I think, is it 2066 or? something yeah i i don't know who this I, is who's boogie i've never seen he's, this he's stuff, like the og lol cow of the like massively overweight eight anti-woke sort of like 2014 rise of that era of youtuber gotcha yeah. okay efap did a breakdown of the documentary of boogie and i would fall asleep to that for a while it's good stuff so that's how i know him Ooh. yeah yeah um what was i gonna say 
I'm, I'm super jealous of you though, Vex, because I, I didn't get to meet Jensen because at the convention I went to, he was filming My Bloody Valentine at the time. If you remember that movie, oh, and yeah, so because he 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 was going to be there at, at the con, so I had tickets to meet him, and then he <clears> had to cancel because of the My Bloody Valentine remake, and uh, so they refunded my tickets or they swapped them out with Jared Padalecki tickets. I got you. Yeah, here I'll, I have it on my Instagram. Hold on, I'll I'll screenshot it and send it to you both. Speaking of cannoli and Helldivers, so cannoli decided that he was going to get it because we had this whole long conversation on Twitter today about Helldivers. And uh, it was also involving this fella whose profile picture is like a cat in a tuxedo. Oh, and uninspired like, reviewer. I did not know this man. So He's going to be on the show in a couple weeks. Is he really? Yeah, dude. He's one of our March guests. I, the guy in France. Cool. Well, here's the thing. So I didn't so I just noticed that we like we both follow each other. He's a cat man. He's got like 200 some odd followers. I was like, I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. He likes to talk about hell divers. He's like, I'm going to get it once the, um, the server issues. Before I send this photo, I was a lot fatter. OK, just just forewarning. OK, continue. And uh, I don't know. He just seemed cool. We talked about hell divers all day with cannoli. Cannoli decided that he was going to get the game and he's downloading it. And he better play it, dude. I hate it when people buy games and then they just like don't touch them. I I actually I, I you know what I get both sides right I've bought games that I still haven't touched but I know I'll get to them eventually kind of yeah. but also I don't like if there's like twenty games I'm interested in I don't buy all twenty and then just let them sit there I kind of pick and choose yeah I just hope he plays it and I want to squad up with him I think it'd be fun he but anyway just doesn't have time to game right now man so he shouldn't be buying it in all honesty anyway. Mm -hmm. I, you know how Critical Drinker does his show on Thursdays, the after open hour open bar. Mm -hmm. I see that that's on it. And wouldn't you know it, that cat in the tuxedo is there. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I know him. Wait, Uninspired was on open bar this week? <laughs> yeah, today. Oh, no. so that's awesome. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. He said fucking nothing about it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Or it was the somebody using that picture, but yeah, pretty sure it was him. Okay, open. That's a great photo of you, though, Vex. I won't lie, you you cannot tell that because of the angle of the photo that you were bigger or anything like that. That's a, that's a genuinely great oh. photo. That looks like a blast. It's a Thank great you. way to compliment a woman. Good job, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I realized that was coming out. I was like, you know what? I you don't look that up. fat at all. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, where do I find the open bar episodes when I type? Uh, it oh, he does. They'll come out in clips starting tomorrow. So, it, so it airs, and oh, you know what? I screen capped it because I was like, I know that cat, and I was figured we might talk about it. And I don't know if something within me said screen cap this. I'll send it to you, and you can tell me if that's that guy. I'm just gonna Please. message him and be like, "Were you on open bar?" Tell him I say hello. Um, I had a good time talking about um, hell divers with him. Yo, Leon, you think you'd ever get the Helldivers? Uh, if it comes to PC or if I ever get a... Uh, oh, no, it's on it's Steam, on, isn't it? It's on it's Steam, on isn't it? I totally forgot. I would... I, so I, I, I have the same issue that I was, I was telling Vex about this earlier. I hesitate to buy games that I think I will end up enjoying because I shirk my YouTube responsibility. Oh, dang! Oh, oh the end of your point. there. Oh. That's the guy who was creepy with you? Yeah. Oh, now that you know what he looks like, do you understand? Oh, I didn't see what he looks like. Hold on. 
Sorry, what were you saying, Leon? Oh, no, I... Yeah, no, I was just saying that buying Helldivers 2, I worry yeah. about shirking my YouTube responsibilities if I because that, that's something I have a problem with. Like, yeah, stream it. Earlier. I, see, Make I content I of it. I don't stream my games, though, because I like playing video games like as a, as a me time thing. It's, it's one People thing. are just making content where they talk about like the best stratagems or just like what they think about the game, and that's getting a ton of views right now. It's very popular. I, oh my god, Leon, you're so cute in this photo. Oh my god. I was, yeah, <laughs> you're not fat at all. You can barely tell. Oh <laughs> I was uh I think I was 13 Wait. in that photo or something like that. It was like 2007 or 6. Uh you didn't send me a picture. Oh yeah, I I, I can send it to you in one moment. He's so cute. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 a little Leon back then. Just looking at your stepmom getting drunk in Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> I went to that same cantina that they're at. So did I. Is that you over there on the left? Yes, that's me on the left. That's certainly not me on the right. <laughs> what is that necklace? Is that a metal guitar pick? It's a yeah, it, yeah. It's a guitar pick that says ACDC on it at the time. In fact, Jared Padlock, he complimented that necklace. Moise, you play guitars. I sure do. I've got three. Oh, of yeah, them we in talked about this. Right yeah, you guys went deep into we this last about this. time he was on. Yeah, that's right. I remember. I remember. You've introduced me to a lot of new people. Okay. I know. Okay. I, you're and you're I struggling to to catch up. I get it. I get it. It's okay. I don't remember people so good. Okay, but I'm trying. I remember Leon has terrible takes. Leon, what's your next terrible take? <laughs> uh, let's see. After Sonic, it was Zenseless Zone Zero. I said, "Yo, why'd you pay your editor to drop some Molly before making the trailer?" I don't remember that one. It was literally like, like I couldn't tell if the game was going to be good or not because it had so many cuts and so many flashing colors and so many bright lights that it just, it was, it was again, I, I used Mo a Molly trip for a reason. Like I couldn't tell the game was good. Maybe it will be. I don't know, but it was an awful trailer. Oh, speaking of awful trailers, did you see the Elden Ring trailer? No, I know it was generating a lot of hype. Yeah, that's because Elden Ring rules. But the trailer is fucking stupid. It's one of those trailers where it's like, you know, when you've entered the Shadowlands, and then it like cuts to something else. It's like, once upon a time there was a nickel, and that nickel owned a pickle, and then it cuts to some other bullshit. That it's like, you see, Guardian. <laughs> you know, you know, trailers where it's just a bunch of things that don't make any sense, but they it was cobble it all together. It wasn't a trailer, basically. Oh fuck off with that nerdy shit. No, no, I'm just I'm just saying to to understand what you're what you're saying. It showed no gameplay. It yeah, didn't it did. tell you any Oh, it did? Mm, it showed a dude riding on a horse. Does that count? Not really, no. <laughs> I want like at least 30 seconds of gameplay for it to count. Man, see, I used to not care if it was CGI trailers, but I, that, that was like back in the good old days when just a CGI trailer was still indicative of whether a game would be good or not. And then I've realized these last several years, oh, right, CGI-only trailers or cinematic-only trailers are often indicative of a game sucking because they're afraid to show off the game. I play. don't think it was CGI. I think it was in-game footage. So, so well, I'd have I, to watch like, it. Right yeah. Now. Well, I say CGI. Anyway. I should. I mean cinematic, like where it just shows cutscenes and stuff, as opposed to but, actual gameplay. I mean, why would they show gameplay? It's a DLC to a game that you can fucking play right now. Why? Why the fuck would they show you gameplay? You oh, know it's the gameplay. out already. No, Elden Ring is out already. This is the DLC for it. That's what I mean. So why would you not show gameplay for the DLC? Because it's just more of the game. What the fuck do you? 
what there was <laughs> there was a gameplay trailer for like cyberpunk the cyberpunk expansion why okay but to be fair that, that was basically a whole new game no you're right <laughs> am i taking fucking crazy pills <laughs> why would you show gameplay of a you're like they did what you should do. They showed you like new bosses and stuff. The only thing I'm pointing out that drives me crazy is when people like add like voice clips and story dialogue beats that make no fucking sense, but they kind of play it off like, right, get it. And it's like, no, what the hell was that? I get you. I get you. I don't feel like you do, though. You know, I don't hear it in your voice at all. I get you. I get you. Okay, there we go. Okay, Leon, what's the next one? Uh, foam stars. I said, "Oh, how adorable!" They're still trying to make this a thing. All right, you you nailed that one. <laughs> yeah, no one no one gave a fuck about foam stars. It came out for free on PS Plus. No one's talking about that game. And then, boy, did it get buried by Hell Divers. You'll never hear about that game again ever. You weren't gonna hear about it anyway because Splatoon exists. Like, yeah, but like Splatoon is super duper fun, and I would love to play something like that on PlayStation. So this is like I am their target market. I love Splatoon. Oh, wow, so I'm you're not... the target market, and you still didn't give a fuck. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Wow. You nailed it. Yeah, I know. Like I'm pretty sure I added it to my library. Maybe one day I'll play it and give it a try. But like, who knows? It could not even be available on servers anymore. Yeah, kind of like What's the, the next one? Suicide Squad's going. Uh, D- Dave the Diver. I put Yawn next. Wait, is that fucking Godzilla? <laughs> All right, that's funny. What's the um, next one? V Rising. I said, you know what? Color me interested. This sort of game will at least scratch a nostalgia itch. What was V Rising? It was like this uh, top-down vampire dungeon crawler that's also got, like, farm simulator elements to it, which I don't really care about the farm simulator elements, but I like the top-down dungeon crawling stuff uh, in this, like, 16 to 32-bit style graphic graphics. Oh, like, that like, sounds, like, really cool. Hold on. Yeah, it's called <laughs> V Rising. It actually looked interesting. Like, I don't know if it'll be good, but it looks interesting. Is it an exclusive, or can Vex play it? Uh, it was a state of play, but I don't, I doubt it'll be an exclusive. It looked like an indie game, honestly. Cause, uh, Judas isn't a, uh, Judas. Yeah. Judas isn't in it. Isn't an exclusive, right? That's what I put was Judas from the creator of Bioshock. I'm all in. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's going to be great. Judas Judas looks rad. Okay. V rising (laughs) is an upcoming action role-playing survival game developed by Stunlock studios and published by level infinite. Yeah, it doesn't sound exclusive. First at all. announced in May 2021 for Windows. Then there you go. early access in 2022. It doesn't even say if it's coming to PlayStation on this. It just says well, Windows. If it's at state of play. I mean, yeah, if it was at state of play, I imagine it's coming to PlayStation. But yeah, the, the, the early <laughs> so access. So he's just showing you cool yeah, shit they're excited for. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. PlayStation 5, Microsoft Windows. So I can play it on PC. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. What was next? V Rising. Uh, Silent Hill, the short message. I put free to play horror game. So it's either a glorified tech demo or going to be monetized to hell. Awesome. Bro, did you see Lofty's reaction to that demo? I I didn't watch it, but I, I talked with him about it afterwards and he fucking hated it. It was hilarious. His entire Why? reaction to that. So basically, like, he, fit, he, he streamed it. I didn't watch the stream, but then on Twitter, he just posted, like, him reacting to it when he ended and it's basically just him sitting on the the end screen freaking out for about 10 minutes 
and he's freaking out so much that he decides to fuck with his avatar to try and simulate how much he's freaking out and it just ends up being really hilarious that's all <laughs> yeah it's just I, classic I, lofty that's all <laughs> it's so i have not met lofty yet but i think i get too soon don't uh, i you march will... 7th you will love Lofty because if you think I've got bad takes, people call me a discount Lofty Pixels. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. They do. But hold on. Does he have a good sense of humor about it? Because like you're laughing along and we're all having fun. Is Lofty going to get pissed? So from what I've learned recently, most of the time he's okay. Most of the time. Yeah, I'd say it's, yeah. Like, a, it's like a 70-30 thing. Uh-oh. I'm gonna find I, I, I that think 30. on a stream like this, where the obvious intent is to have fun, he'll be chill. The, the Lofty gets into debate mode when you talk about serious subjects, like or things that he takes seriously, like film criticism was, and whatnot. I was gonna so, say serious subjects like film no, criticism. No, yeah, no, no, th things he takes seriously, and um, which I mean to be fair, it's good. Like, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm a debater at heart, so I, I, I love good healthy debate. But like Lofty will get real into those, and then get real jokey and jovial about debater? other stuff. Yes, I'm a master debater. Exactly. <laughs> Noise. What was your next take? Uh, Silent Hill 2 Remake. Uh, still writing Resident Evil's coattails. Are you Konami? The only thing you've been silent on is a release date. Oh, that's a good that's that one. That's clever. That one, yeah. That's clever. Not all bad. Silent Hill 2 looks like fucking ass. I basically... I, 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 I latched on to your take on Helldivers and Stellar Blade, and I was like, no. <laughs> What else? Um, so the next one was Judas, which we all we all agree with. Um, That's Metro not an exclusive, Wh right? I don't, no, I don't think not. so. I think Judas. I think Judas is going to be for everything. Okay. Yeah, Xbox, PC, and um, PlayStation. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I didn't think it was, but if it were, what a what a get! Oh man. Um, but it's not. So there. Metro Awakening VR. I said uh, proof of VR stands for vote Republican because clearly this is the future that liberals want. <laughs> i'm starting to like your takes <laughs> they're pretty good i I literally got tilted in the first two and i just called it all fucking bullshit Wait, so now is yef the the lofty of podcasts shit Hold on. high praise <laughs> that, that is in my opinion that is high praise like i don't know lofty is divisive but i adore the dude and frankly i adore your show so yeah i, I would take that as a compliment yay <laughs> okay What's next? Is it Death Stranding yet? Uh, no, that's the last one I do. So it's, that's two away from this one. I, this next one is Rise of the Ronin. I put, ooh, yeah. can't wait to get my cultural appropriation one approach, cultural appropriation on with this one. Best trailer of the showcase. Okay, you're excited for Rise of Ronin. I, I am excited for Rise of Ronin. Yep, I am too. So, I think I'm probably can like misconstruing what Canoli said, but he kind of said something to the effect of like, there's nothing really out on PS5 and there's nothing coming out on PS5 to be excited for. And I was like, what? First of all, this I think was before Helldivers. So I was like, Helldivers, Stellar Blade, Rise of Ronin. And uh, there's another one. So I don't think I, it's been my running? experience that when people say that, they usually, they actually mean first party Sony exclusives as opposed to third party games. Well, Rise of Ronin, I think, is an exclusive. Say that again. It's, it's not, not the type of game, though. Is the other thing. <sighs> well, that's the okay. Well, he needs to expand the horizons, also, my guy. Also, with with cannoli. Hold on. Let's just let's unpack this a little bit. Okay. Let's. Um, I I think he was referring mainly to yes, the Sony first party stuff. 
is so strong. What was out currently? So oh, again, currently is, so much good stuff. And then, so here is now where again, this is the magnifying glass, right? It's the same. I think we talked about this last week, actually. How people just magnify what they're seeing the most in like ads and on social media, and that takes them completely out of the window of everything else that's going on. So, like a lot of people said that 2023 was the worst year in cinema even though there was a lot of good stuff that came out, but nobody knew about it because nobody talked about it. Right. Okay. It was right. So the same thing happens with gaming. When people are saying that PlayStation has nothing for it, all they're focusing on is, Oh, last of us two remastered Spider-Man two. These are getting a lot of hype. Where's all the other stuff. Well, I think there's also a ton of games that come out that people are like, well, I don't, I didn't really, I didn't really want to play that one. It's like, well, it's really good. You should try it. And then that's the other problem is people are stuck in this frame of mind of like triple A gaming or mainstream gaming is the only kind of gaming, even if someone gives you a rad review. So a good example of that would be Hi-Fi Rush, right? Hi-Fi Rush is not triple A. It's a small game. Can't wait to platinum it, Vex. Yeah, no, nobody. Why are you saying haha? I said it's, I was. Oh, it's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a great platinum. I or at least I assume because I played on Steam and or uh, uh, not Steam on a uh, Game Pass and the um uh tiers of uh, achievements on game pass like there was a lot of them there's a lot of replayability to it so i think you're gonna have a oh, fun yeah. platinum they added more content too which is great so sidebar uh, with me and leon so vex you don't have to pay attention like fuck with your cats if you need to right now <laughs> dude you should have heard her she was like all this rumor about like hi-fi rush coming to ps5 is all oh bullshit my God, yes, hey vex Go, out of context. Go play with those context. cats. Hold on now. Calm down. Oh my Calm god. Down. Guy. This is between me and him. Okay. The men are no, talking about talking video games. Go yeah, try a bra or something. Games, I don't know. Right? <laughs> 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 Why don't you go try to master the art of shooting your period blood at <laughs> attackers? <laughs> You know what? Okay, so Yef is taking out of con- context because remember when all of those Xbox rumors were flying about for the last like three weeks until that showcase happened, right, Leon? Yeah, I remember. Okay, and I'm vaping. Vaping? I am vaping. Yeah. yeah. So Yef sent me like a, a podcast, and I was just like, dude, I don't want to listen because it was all over social media. Like everywhere I looked, people were talking about it. So it was like, these are all fucking rumors. I don't want to hear about it. Like they've announced that there's going to be an announcement next week, and I'll care about that. And I can I, I can I now say what the podcast section I sent on. you pointed out? Hold on. And my point was that people are blowing it out of proportion because they're like, oh, Halo, um, Halo's coming here, Gears is coming here, Xbox is shutting down, they're becoming third party, they're not going to make consoles anymore. I was like, I don't. Which care. is not what the podcast I sent you said. And then he said something about the 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 the, the thirty seconds I listened to, and this is where I shut off. Is something about profitability? Yeah. Go on. I don't remember what exactly it was, dude. Okay, I listened to so much shit all day, and I don't send you ninety nine point eight percent of it. But every now and then, I'm like, she should hear this, and then you're like, fuck you, and it drives <laughs> me crazy. I did that once. Hold on. You do that all the time. Just now we mentioned how you do. I had to hold you your feet to the flame on Stellar Blade for like what a month. Wait, hold on. But that's watching, not listening. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're pointing out that like this is clearly Xbox is doing this because they're in a state where they have to make some money. Obviously, they wouldn't do this if they were like in 
the position that PlayStation or Nintendo is in. This is a desperation move. This is also them testing the waters to see how profitable this will be going forward. And I'll tell you what, if they start, if they continue to sell not that many consoles, if they continue to not make growth in Game Pass, then you better believe that Master Chief Collection could be on the table of something that comes PlayStation's way. It's not on the table now. Like, absolutely, that is and like you know rumor and speculation. Podcasts seem to forget is that Microsoft dominates the PC market. So selling Xbox consoles doesn't mean fuck all when you're working on cloud gaming and you dominate the the biggest they're, market. They're, yeah, they yes, it do does, because that would make them a software have... publisher. And if you're a software publisher, then you're going to put your software on all fucking platforms. Yeah, they don't really have competition on the, P- on the PC market either because PlayStation knows that people will buy their games and Nintendo says people will buy our consoles and our games. Like, Xbox, they, they, they like, the PC subsidizes the actual Xbox. Yeah. So when people talk about the Xbox console losing the like money, they don't fucking care, man, because they make up all of those losses with PC gamers. They do care. That's why they're doing these things like putting out Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves on PlayStation and Nintendo. They do care. Because they're trying to make cloud gaming and Game Pass an everywhere thing. And this is what I was saying in the Discord. It's not what they said at their own podcast. Okay. Again, and you're taking one podcast out of the many times. What's his name? Something Booty? The head of Xbox (laughs) underneath Phil Spencer is the one who said it. It's kind of a big deal, Vex. Hold on. Phil Spencer has said many, many times over the last 10 years that they want to bring Xbox content everywhere. And it didn't, nobody caught on until the Activision Blizzard thing because everyone was like, oh my God, Call of Duty is going to become exclusive. Where am I going to play Call of Duty? Oh my God, right? I'm just like, listen, guys, he was saying it during the Xbox One era that they were planning this. If you paid attention to anything they were doing in the last three, four, five years, you'd see that they were signing all of these deals to make that a possibility. So for um, them to I have come a conspiracy out- theory about this, actually. Uh, it okay. has nothing to do with Blizzard or anything. It, I, I think that he's been like like saying this, and they've been pumping up, putting games on all these consoles and, and, alter- or, and alternate um, avenues of playing because after the Bethesda buyout, people freaked the fuck out that they wouldn't be able to play Fallout and, El- and Elder Scrolls. And so they're like, oh, if we're not going to get rev- if we don't want to get review bombed and people trashing our game and poor sales, we're going to have to mitigate this by putting Elder Scrolls and Fallout on other systems. Hmm. What? That, hmm. Well, yeah, because think about it. There, there's the most I, I would wager the most anticipated game in the history of, of the last 10 years to 15 years of gaming is probably Elder Scrolls six. And the idea that there's going to be a massive subset of people that refused to buy an Xbox so they wouldn't be able to play Elder Scrolls 6 means that they are opening the door to all sorts of, of do or undo hate from gaming masses. But it'll be on PC where Bethesda titles do best because of modders. Yeah, but you're, you're uh, again, we're talking about like sweaty PlayStation and, and, and Nintendo nerds that are going to throw a fit that it's not on their console. It doesn't matter that well, it then- would also be on PC. By that logic, then, Sony would want to do the same thing because every time something doesn't come to Xbox, it's the same thing. Xbox fanboys go and flood the forums. I I think we will see Sony doing this as well eventually. I think they're slower to do it than Xbox. I think the only people that are going to... You think Sony will put out their stuff on Xbox? 
No, I think Sony will put out their stuff on PC, which is uh, oh, still yeah. oh, the same owners, you know, as, as Microsoft. I think the only people that are going to retain exclusivity is Nintendo. Yes, but Nintendo's built out a fan base over like 50 years to do right, that. Right, exactly. Right? Like they have a yeah. brand, they have a name, they have consistency. So for them, like they're an outlier in all of this, to be honest. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that, that's my thoughts exactly. I think the Xbox is doing it first, but yeah, I think that give it five or so years, you'll, you'll see Sony doing the same thing. The, Xbox the new doing. head of PlayStation, Hiroki Totoki, he is a former. Is that actually his name? Hiroki yeah. Totoki? Uh-huh. Oh, that's so cute. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So he, for Sony, he was their CFO, like the financial office, real okay. big into profitability and uh, turn it. So he is definitely going to lean into putting stuff on PC for sure. Yes, there's a huge PC market for Sony games. That's why for a lot of people it's like, why did this take so long? Like you, Because they want to capture market. a marketplace. That's why. Because when but you the buy the market's always been there. <laughs> no, hold on. You're confusing it. Because when you're on when you're buying things through PSN, PlayStation makes 100 percent of that money, right? Especially yes. if it's a party game. That's all profit for them. If they put that shit on Steam, then now Steam's getting a cut. Okay. So they want to capture people into their own marketplace. That's what everybody's trying to do. Hold on. Hold on. Hold that, on. Hold on. Is that someone's that, chair? It... Sorry, that was me. What's up with your chair? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'm using an old office chair tonight instead of my regular gaming chair. What happened to your regular chair? Yeah. Oh, it's just full of, of clothes I haven't folded. Oh, gotcha. Clothes, <laughs> man. All right. What are you going to say, Bex? Um, hold on. What did you say? My brain has... Okay. What did you just say? The reason that... Like Xbox or PlayStation are slow to put their things over. Well, not Xbox, but PlayStation and Nintendo don't want to put their stuff over on the PC is because they want you to be captive in their marketplace where they make 100%. Oh, yeah, of the remember, profit. Nintendo's an outlier. Leave Nintendo out of this. Why? Why would I leave a console manufacturer out of it? Because, because Nintendo will never come to PC. Yeah, I mean, they're their own oh, market. I beg to differ. Do you remember Wii U? Do you yes, remember probably. Switch? Which I do remember Switch, but let's pretend that. that Switch came. Let's pretend that Switch came out and it sold as well, <laughs> as well as Wii U. I think that there's absolutely a future that we could have seen where Mario came to other shit. You bet your fucking ass, dude. Nah, they were I, I think Nintendo. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think Nintendo was way too proud for that. I, I think they were going. They would dig their Bro. heels in and do like I, I. I was reading this article. This has been about two years ago, but if Nintendo never turned a profit for the next 250 years, they would still be in the green or in the black. Technically. How does that make sense? That's, that's how, that's how much money Nintendo fucking has. Uh, like they, Nintendo is so well off that if they did not turn a profit. They would not, be, they would still be in the black in 250 years. If they, it started, they have shareholders. Again, yes. Two years ago, but, uh, I mean, I would assume, but uh, Are they I would a publicly assume traded, a public company? traded company. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Let me look that up. That's a good question. Anyway, let's pretend Switch comes out. No one gives a fuck. And it's either you fucking are done making video games after 40 years or whatever it is, or you open up your IP to other consoles. You don't think that they do that? Uh, Nintendo is publicly traded. So, yeah, and they no, have shareholders I, 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 to be financially responsible to. So they, their job is to turn a profit for their shareholders. That's their job. That, Otherwise, that they get true, sued. But, uh, the, the, the Eastern mentality is very different than the Western mentality. So while, Do they while that like is true, money? 
Well, yeah, they. I, what I'm saying is, I think they would do every single in-house avenue to avoid having to go th- uh, to to distribute to third we parties. We made uh, no money, would... but our pride so high. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. You got it. <laughs> nope, ain't buying that one. I mean, like, because look at their history. GameCube, as much as we all love it, was a failure. So they did the uh, the Wii, and the Wii became the second best-selling console of all time. Then they did the Wii U. Wii U crashed. Did the Switch again? One of the best-selling consoles of all time. Nintendo just—they they ebb and flow. Do you and remember they though during the Wii U era, especially towards the end of it, how much they were hurting? Yes, I remember that. It was a problem. I feel See, like I'm, people I'm, forget I'm, how fucking stuck Nintendo was for a good chunk of time. Well, no, the, I remember the, people being upset with the Wii U because the Wii U had a very small library. Like it was just all of the Wii stuff. And then there were like a handful of major Wii U things, and then people were like, "What the fuck? I paid three hundred dollars for this console. Where are the games?" And then yeah. yeah, that was that was a massive problem with the Wii U. The thing, but the, the console itself also wasn't selling because it was marketed fucking horribly. But I, I also remember people blowing Nintendo's um <clears throat> how, how bad the the position they were in, incredibly out of proportion. Like they were they were doing poor compared to. Sony and Microsoft at the time in that vacuum, but as their overall uh, their overall sales and size of their company, Nintendo was actually doing fine. That's why they weren't necessarily worried about uh, one failed console. You know what I think? I Conspiratorial speaking, I think that the people at Microsoft didn't really give a shit what was going on with Xbox. They're kind of like, whatever, we can bankroll this into oblivion. And then they went and bought Activision Blizzard, which got the attention of a lot of bean counters up at Microsoft. And they're like, wait a minute, what's happening over here? Hold on. Hey, Phil, we got some questions for you, my guy. I think that's what led to Hi-Fi Rush coming over. Well, all in all, I'm uh, Microsoft is the the least uh, that I care about in terms of the, the, the big three. So I'm, I'm Nintendo first and foremost, then Sony, then Microsoft. So... I'm not super concerned with what Microsoft is doing because at the end of the day, I'm going to be focusing. I, I still focus on PC and Nintendo above all else. I, I mean, I, I say I'm not concerned with what Microsoft is doing. Let's say I play on PC, but like I, I play mean, a lot of third-party games like Capcom, Konami, things like that. Yeah, so. I owned a 360 yeah. because I was so interested in like playing Halo and Gears. Those two franchises look so fun. Mm-hmm. So I bought a 360, and they were fun. But then the whole PS4 versus Xbox, what was that one? The Xbox One, Xbox One, yeah, void it, dude. That Don Maverick, (laughs) yeah, like there, there was that. I I made a, I wouldn't say a hard shift because I was already, you know, leaning more towards Sony. But man, PS4 came out, and that was an easy, easy answer for me. Like between the two, that was in the day when it was uh, Jack Trenton, right. Yeah, is the head of Sony, and then the head of Worldwide Studios was Shuhei Yoshida. Dude, he was the fucking best. Miss that guy. I think I just bought. I bought an Xbox One because I had a 360, and then all my friends were on Xbox, so I just stepped. But then I bought a PS4 for a while for the exclusives, but then adulthood happened, and I couldn't play it, so I sold it to some ten-year-old. Who really wanted a Batman PlayStation? I was like, "Sure, kid, here you go." Here you go, scamp. Yeah, I had that that silver <laughs> Arkham Knight special edition one that came out. Yeah, that's cool. I had that gay ass Uncharted Four one when I don't even like the Uncharted games. <laughs> Mrs. Yeti had the Destiny Destiny Taken oh, King. White the Destiny one was so nice. White with oh the gold. God. 
Yep. Yes, that was a yes, beautiful that, that was super, super cool. I I also man, I really liked the uh the Spider-Man, the the Insomniac Spider-Man PlayStation. Oh, yep, that was a nice one too. Do you guys think that I, I, I covered up my uh my my uncharted PlayStation with a uh Goku from Dragon Ball Z like uh, console wraps. So let's end on a prediction. Do you guys think that Sony will buy Arrowhead? Uh what all is Arrowhead Why? done besides Helldivers? Why? Because they've made exclusives for them for a couple of games now, and that's usually what Sony does. They date and then they buy. Didn't they just use lose like ten billion dollars worth of uh what's it called um share not shareholder stock value not revenue stock value there we go I don't know did they I, they did I haven't heard that um hold on real quick also but, before we wrap I'm gonna let you know Yeti my thoughts on Death Stranding too where uh, Kojima is still the most overrated developer in all of gaming and this trailer felt like enduring chemotherapy. Yeah, I don't, dude. I get okay, dude. I fucking judged you off of the first two <laughs> because I agree. I think Kojima's way overrated. That dude. I tried to play Metal Gear Solid Five of a couple times. Like it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Here I, we go. Okay. Sony him. stock value drops ten billion due to lower PS5 sales forecast and weak operating margins, prompting investor concern. PlayStation 5 sales expectations were cut from 25 million to 21 million units. Sony's operating margins hit near decade lows despite strong game sales, leading to speculation about rising software development costs. Mm. Yeah, Hiroki Totoki talked about that. Yeah, the three days ago. Yeah, there you go. Okay. It's one of those things where then you have to dig into like, is that true? Are they cherry picking numbers? What does the president think well, like, about that? But I would. What my concern what is, what does the press think? What does it think? Sony's already cut back on some of the things that it was developing, right? I think that was announced like several months ago. Yep. So they cut when the whole Destiny fiasco was going down. No, so, that's not what they cut back on. They cut down on. No, like, no, no, no. I'm just thinking it happened at the same time or like around the same time. It did. Do you remember what they cut back on? It was live service. Do you remember which live service? No, I don't remember. The Last of Us Factions, which has been in pro- in, yes. in production for fucking ever, tying up one of their biggest studios for fucking years. Yes, I, there we go. That's a, not that's that a Naughty Dog doesn't have multiple teams, but one of their teams was working on factions for fucking ever. Yes, huge waste of money. Um, so they cut back on that, and then the entire industry is experiencing some stuff. So, uh, oh my god, I lost where this train of thought was going. About them potentially buying Arrowhead, I still think that despite like losing oh. market value, they probably still have plenty of money to buy Arrowhead. Are you kidding me? Like, don't you think though it would look pretty bad on their part, especially because of the whole Bungie fiasco that just went down? If they were to just go up and buy another developer, nope. You don't think that would reflect poorly? I don't, especially so after they- the massive success of Helldivers. Well, no, no, it's not about the mat. Okay, I'm just looking at. Because look at, hmm, everyone starts shitting on Activision, or sorry, on uh, on Microsoft because they bought out Activision now, right? Everyone's like, oh, Activision sucks. I'm like, they haven't even published anything under Microsoft, so how can they suck yet under Microsoft, first of all? Uh-huh. Second of all, so remember, um, Sony invested a billion dollars to make sure the job stayed at Bungie. Yeah. And then that promise fell through, and they fired a bunch of people at Bungie. Now Bungie fired at- people at Bungie. But, you know, Sony gave them that promise and they still had to let them go, right? And now they're, like, the Hiroki guy. Hiroki Totoki. 
Yes. I remember reading a headline that he wants... I can't remember if it was Sony or Bungie to take more accountability for their product. Bungie. He called Bungie okay. out hard. It was really funny. So does that mean that Sony is going to go in and take over? It sounds like in the deal with Bungie getting purchased was that Bungie could, Bungie could act independently as long as they met certain um, profit goals. And that's yeah. why Bungie let go of 100 Bungie employees. Sony had nothing to do with that. They're just trying to keep afloat so that Sony doesn't come over and take over Bungie's board. I think that but Jim Sony's Ryan... The that, hmm? Sony's the one that invested the $1 billion, though. Oh, right? I know. I think that Jim Ryan massively fucked up by paying $4 billion for Bungie. He fucking screwed the pooch. I would not be surprised if they sell Bungie. I don't think Bungie's done yeah, changing Can they hands. sell Bungie because sure. Bungie is still independent? Mm, I mean, they own Bungie. Like, they own that studio. They could sell that studio. That makes sense. I thought they didn't own it. Sony owns Bungie, but Bungie still gets to act independently as long as they meet profit. Oh, okay. Per- On paper, they're owned by Sony. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. There, okay. Thank you for clarifying. Okay. I mean, so- <laughs> again, I'm not a games journalist, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Well, no, you're oh, getting yeah. you're not a games journalist, so you're probably correct. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I have an educated guess, and I heard other games journalists talk about it on a podcast, so I think I'm right. <laughs> Go listen to Sacred Symbols if you want better information. Okay. okay, I'm just saying, wouldn't that look kind of... I'm just saying. It no, it wouldn't look bad. bad. These are totally different things. The, in terms of, like, general, Sony buying the, a studio, like, that's the same thing, but in terms of what studio they're buying, it's different. They've worked the with general, Arrowhead before. The general populace is too dumb to realize this yet. So they just put, they see Bungie. Leon's bored. Lost, We've bored them. And Sony. No, and no, like, I think this is great. I just, I, I like I said, I'm, I'm being a Nintendo guy. First and foremost, I'm not going to pretend to have the, the knowledge you guys do. So I'm, I'm just letting you guys hash this out. I'm, I'm interested. Lay, lay it on me. I think that um, they were definitely thinking about buying Arrowhead. I think that they would have been a lot cheaper had Helldivers 2 not been a massive success. And now that it is a massive success, I bet you they're way more interested in buying them. And they probably will for a higher price. And if they don't, someone else will. If they don't, it would not surprise me if, like, Xbox came along and snatched I them up. I want nobody to... I want people to stop buying developers. Oh, I know. I it's would, crazy, but yeah, this is where we live. I, yeah, I just... I don't like the idea of all of these... Devel- like, uh, for, from software, they just bought the IP out of Bandai, Namco. Yeah. They did. So they're independent now because they made, they were well, so kind of because FromSoft is actually owned like 30% by Sony, a big percent by Tencent, Tencent the, Ch- the yeah, Chinese company. Yeah. yeah. Um, a Tencent recently revealed though that they're debating how much investment they should have in the games market. <clears throat> Good. Get the fuck out. I don't want Chinese yeah. owned companies owning video games. So fuck off. Nobody does. So I was actually pretty shocked. Actually, I'm going to be the odd guy out here. Uh, if hot Western take from company, Leon. Yep. Hot take. Like, look, I do. I want it. No. However, do I see it as any worse than the way that Western developers and Western companies are currently handling games? Frankly, no. I'm almost wondering if at this point, Chinese th- stuff would be the lesser of two evils. Yeah, how much is the Communist Party paying you, buddy? Hmm? <laughs> no, it, it, like, is that I, are they hooking your dad up with wives? Is that what's happening? <laughs> hmm? Well, considering I'm the one that's now as a single after my wife left me, they should be hooking me up with a with a hot subservient Asian Maybe wife. Maybe yours but, um, is in a crate in the Pacific on its way over right now. 
Oh God, if you only get here sooner. It's been a while. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, it, it's more just like when I see like what Insomniac did with you know Spider Man Two, for example, or when I, when I see all these examples, uh, or, or what um, Square Enix oh. has let the, the Western division of their uh, of their corporation do to to whether it be the translations and localizations of JRPGs or their in-house original Western games, and just the absolute dumpster fire we see ourselves in look I'm, we're already turning to places like south korea and japan for games nine or at least i am 99 percent of the time so it would really be that bad if uh, it might be i don't know but i'd at least be willing to, to roll the dice and see if it would be a big deal for china to Sony, take over you're 100 right and i love the way the arrowhead is like this is our game take it or leave it like we fucking stand by it we think it's great but you know what whatever right. And if they were owned by Sony, then they'd have to go to like that baby cow studio and have what's it called? Sweet baby studio. Sweet sweet baby ink. I'm sure because Sony has all their games go through them for a little like polish up on the DEI. It's only a three or four, I think. Not a whole lot of them have gone through Sweet Baby Ink. Well, they don't send out too many. Well, whether it be games, Sweet, like Sweet Baby Inc. is just one example of. So the way I explain this to to people, and you guys obviously know this, but in case anyone listening doesn't. Sweet Baby Inc., they're, they're a consulting firm. Well, to me, that's a fucking made-up job. So now that immediately means, hey, for us to stay in business, we have to find problems. Even if there aren't problems there that exist, we have to now make up problems. Otherwise, what are they paying us for? How do we stay in business? So if you ever run a game, whether it be through Sweet Baby Inc. or any of these other consulting firms, yeah, of course they're going to come back with notes and things that need to be changed and things that are wrong and problematic and insert whatever buzzword you want here because that's how they stay in business. It has now become a financial incentive for them to make up whatever um you know inclusion or political or social pandering needs to be made up that way they that way they continue to make money right so i kind of hope arrowhead does stay independent so that air hell divers 3 doesn't have a trans flag that we're planting on the moon bingo like <laughs> like like, air, like hell divers 2 and arrowhead studios i i want to see more western developers do that i want to see like i'm i'm a massive dungeons and dragons fan and and you know as much as i can't stand baldur's gate 3 because it's it is an accurate version of DD. Like, like there's not no shade of Baldur's Gate 3 as a game, but modern DD is infested with this bullshit. And so, of course, the game being an accurate representation of DD also is as well. It's a very well-made game, it's a very well-crafted game, and it actually translates the, the game from pen and paper to video game nearly perfectly. It's just too bad that modern DD is a cesspool of, of social and political um pandering and agendas so therefore it's in the game as well i would rather producers or companies or uh, uh, whatever it be say hey this is the product we're going to make let capitalism do its thing which is uh, that that's what the free market is supposed to be there for we shouldn't have consulting firms like this trying to dilute the free market um on the uh on the boulder skate thing because <laughs> um, i'm starting to notice notice this a little bit more um are all of the people our age, because these are people our age are working in gaming and they're the ones that are kind of, I guess, dictating a lot of what we're seeing come to PC and consoles and all that stuff. Do you notice that they're kind of all perverts? <laughs> like, okay, let me, let me, let me narrow this down a little bit more. Okay. Um, Baldur's Gate 3. Basically just a lot of perverted shit 
in a game. And that was the main selling feature above the fact that it had good gameplay. Was that the main selling feature? But I don't blame the developers of Baldur's Gate 3 for that because that is the that is what's in the modern version of the Dungeons and Dragons role-playing game. And so since that is the fan base, since that is the fan base that Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro have cultivated, it only makes sense that it would also be in the video game that is an adaptation of that pen and paper game. That's horrible. Oh, yeah, no. the, the, the whole reason my channel started off it was as an anti-Wizards of the Coast channel because of shit like this, as someone who's been a Wizards of the Coast gamer for like 15 plus years. I know Nadia loves Baldur's Gate. What do you think she'd say? I think Nadia would probably give a relatively anti-woke, but still very fond, uh, positive thing to say about the game because Nadia's is my, I, love, I love Nadia to death. There's no shade, but she's new to D&D and she's new to Wizards of the Coast in general as a company. So she hasn't seen the trials and tribulations and strife of people who have been there for much longer, who have watched the company devolve into what it is now. <laughs> You're like also, a grizzled old veteran of them dice. Yeah, eventually, yeah. <laughs> also, Nadia is a pervert like I am. So. <laughs> That's right. There you go. <laughs> Which makes no sense. She comes off as so like squeaky clean. She's, That's how they get you, man. Yeah, she's the introvert. Not Vex. She comes off like a sea hag. <laughs> <laughs> if I were introverted, I would be Nadia. There you go. <laughs> but I'm not introverted at all. Da, 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 Yo, ho, blow the best yeah, down. I'm, I'm just getting real tired of, of, of Western gaming in general as much as, like, like it, honestly, because you, you asked me earlier if I would give Helldivers a chance, and honestly, just because of the statement on Arrowhead's Twitter, that would be like one of the that would be yeah. a reason for me to they get into Helldivers is purely because of their of their stance there. I just i I want to enjoy gaming again because I I was a gamer for years, and then like I've, I've said on other shows, I dropped out of, of gaming unless it was Resident Evil or Nintendo about twenty and about twenty eighteen. And I've only recently gotten back into it in, in around twenty twenty two, early twenty twenty three. I want to love gaming again, but damn is it hard to do with Western titles. Mm, I get you. No, that's why that's why I shifted away from a lot of AAA gaming. Um like I went to Indies and like yeah, Indies still has some of the D like the DEI stuff. Um, but my gaming experience is so much better because I stepped away from all of that bullshit, right? Also, you can't commit to something that takes longer than like 10 hours. Um, that's a lie. <laughs> I can it? tell you right now how much time I've spent in Pal World. Hold on. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Pal World. I, I can how tell could you I forget right about Pal World? Three hundred. Have, have you been playing Pal hours. World during tonight's show, Vex? I can neither deny or confirm. Did you hatch some eggs? See, I can't I play Helldivers and podcast because you will hear the dual sense rattling away. Fuck that thing lights up when you light off a hell bomb. Woo-hoo! I have spent three days, 11 hours and 19 minutes in Pal World. And I, I started Banishers today, which is why I dropped the end bomb in our DMs today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I that know. Was I was beautiful. like, that was, calm down. I, 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 dude, seeing that was great. I was like, all right, this is the sort of show that I'm meant to be on. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Banishers is really good so far, actually. I'm like, maybe like three hours in. Doesn't it have a pretty, like, convoluted good versus evil system going on? 
Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's convoluted. It's pretty straight. So basically, it takes place in 1635. And these two, this couple who are called banishers, they're basically ghost hunters. One of their friends had invited them to this new settlement in America called New Eden. And there seems to be something weird going so they're invest he died unfortunately before they could get more info out of them so they're trying to investigate what's going on and kind of lift the curse and the spirits that are that are plaguing this little settlement but gameplay is really good it looks really nice my biggest issue with it is the voices the voice actors the voice actors are terrible um so of the couple like you switch Shit. between playing as the male and the female <laughs> my bad it's okay. You're good. You're good. I'll try to wrap up quick because I know you said that we're going to wrap up on this note. Yeah, I'll um, go bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, so you switch between the male and the female, right? For some reason, it, this is an interracial couple in 1635, and they came <laughs> from the UK. <laughs> they would be stoned to death. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's it's a it's a Scottish male and a black woman, nope. and the black woman seems to be the leader of the two, mm. and. It's not in a balanced way where it's kind of like um, I'm trying to think of like another game that did it well. To be fair to the game, mm-hmm. they're like talking to the dead and stuff. So why are we like, wait a minute, they can talk to the dead. That's fine. Interracial couple. Of, what the fuck? They go out of their way for historical accuracy and other things. Okay. That so that's weird. why. Yeah. That's why it is a kind of like a weird to. Yeah. Anyways. They don't play off each other very well because she's the the masculine one. And, like, there's a scene at the beginning, uh, like, when, when they first get to their first night in the town. Is she pegging they, him? She's emotionally pegging him. It was really <laughs> weird. Like, she's not feminine at all. She doesn't act like a partner to him. Like, they kind of almost have no chemistry. I'm hoping as I play more because there is a pretty significant storyline that develops where it actually affects their romantic relationship so maybe it will develop more there but the voice actress for her is so like stonewalled like i don't get any emotion from her whatsoever and it's really off-putting because there's some good elements at play there's some good depth they're trying to get to so that's really my only hang up so far three hours i had to write down emotionally pegging that's a good episode title that too. is a good episode title yeah um, but yeah, just the, the choice to be, and then the game starts off with a disclaimer too about how certain stereotypes existed at certain periods of time, and we don't mean to dis- disrespect disrespect people. So Ooh. I just uh. I I don't understand the choice. That's all. So speaking of Leon, like not liking modern gaming because it's so fucking got its own head up its ass. Here's the thing: it's gonna be okay. It's just gonna take three or four years because all the games that are in development, like now are going to be full of this bullshit and it's going to take a while for them to get washed out. But here's what I do know. The gaming industry is facing some hard times. Hard times are coming. And this woke bullshit is the first thing to go. Getting your games consulted on by Sweet Baby Inc.? (laughs) No. That's a lot of money that ain't going to be spent at Sweet Baby. That's for sure. So games that are going to come out in like five, six, seven years are going to be better. And I think in between now and then we will have a lot of like little hits because this, the gaming industry is starting to fall apart. I think w- the shift is already happening with things like Helldivers 2 and Power World. Those are small, independent developers who are having massive yeah. hits. Arrowhead, do you want to guess how many people work there? 20, 30? 100. There you go. I think Power people. World, yeah, Power World is like, uh, was it, uh, Pocket Pair. It's less than 50 people. Right. 
These are small games that are like ripping the industry. Like, think about it, dude. Sea of Thieves came out in February too. Yeah, that took how many years? Eight to make. And then Ubisoft was like, "This is a quadruple A game. How's that quadruple A game going?" Skull bones. What did I call it? Sea of Thieves. Oh, oops, my bad. I mean, really, am I wrong? So yeah, is there much of a difference? <laughs> and it's uh, actually fun and doesn't bug out on you. There you go. Okay, and um, he knows what it is as well. Suicide Squad came out this month yep. as well. You'll never hear about that game again. Nope. Definitely Except for not. when they turn the servers off in three months. <laughs> and it goes on sale for like three bucks. <laughs> right, and then bye bye. Anyway. Yeah. So I do think that like this, uh, like DEI and all that bullshit, it'll be the first thing that gets it's cut. It's the when... same with film, right? We're going to see the switch happen in film as well. It's already happening. Like all of these industries are going to, I agree with you. I've like, I've said the same thing about film. Like we're going to see probably the last of it come out in the next three to four years because of everything that was yep. pushed back during COVID and all that stuff and right. everything that was greenlit. And then they're going to keep losing money, you know, and it's finally going to get to a point where like, hey, we, it's already at that point. We're just going to make a good game that people want to play. And that's going to be our primary focus, not po- like pushing messaging Agen- and yeah. agendas, especially like look at PlayStation. If anything, you know, who's going to head that direction first? It's going to be Hiroki to Toki and PlayStation because that dude what? wants to make fucking money. Japanese that's what he- based, man. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. His when he talked about Bungie, it was the fucking best he was like these people are really nice they're very creative they don't stick to a budget and they can't commit to a time frame that's a problem <laughs> it was like damn they don't follow time frame <laughs> yeah all right okay those woke motherfuckers in seattle are gonna get a wake-up call it's gonna be great the whole dude you you sent me a thing about microsoft and i went on a tangent i was like yeah oh I, yeah i didn't get to read it i fucking hate microsoft there you go I, I really- I, we got in the car at casa Benita and i sent you a message i was like on our way so that like you could tell leon and then i just basically told you i was home i saw that you sent me a ton of stuff but i, I didn't read it Oh, yeah, it was just me ranting and raving because this is, like, one of the things that you called me out on, like, a few weeks ago. Like, oh, you just stand Microsoft decks. So I'm like, no, I have a lot of problems, and DEI is one of them. <laughs> 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 like, it's a pretty significant problem because even in their good indie stuff, it worms their way into that. You sent me that thing about how they're paying white developers less. I can believe yeah. that when they started a studio just for black people. They did? And they highlighted yeah, they did two years ago. Well, hold on. Is it like based in Africa or something? It's based in the U.S. I think it's out of their Seattle um, office. Oh, really? That's weird. It's just all black people. The only people that can get hired there are black people. I applied for a job at Microsoft last year. And aside from filling out the basic, like, which position, what's your availability? The next logical question was, what is your race and gender? Because that's important. Because that's super important. As a, you know, a prerequisite when you just submit an application. That's crazy. I can't believe it, dude. Martin Luther King. He's just like, don't judge people based on like what color they are. Just base uh, base your opinion on them if they're a cool guy. (laughs) Like, how is that so hard? Yeah, it's okay to judge white people by their color. Yeah, but MLK was a fucking loser. I mean, he got taken out. Let's be real. Couldn't even beat the (laughs) FBI and CIA. What a poor. Wow. (laughs) Happy Black History Month. 
We oh. almost made it through the whole month without any of that bullshit. Damn. Actually, yeah. okay. Last, last thing I'll say that we can sign off. Okay. Last thing. Uh huh. Very yeah, short. Sure. Right. Very short. Okay. Yeah, right. Two hours later. Okay. Lofty was arguing with someone on Twitter earlier this week, right? Great. Okay. Shocking. This guy was one of the screenwriters for that Netflix series, Luke Cage. Okay. Okay. Did you watch Luke Cage at all, either of you? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I actually like Luke Cage. I won't lie. The first season was okay, and then it went straight downhill. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You asked me if I watched Luke Cage in Honest? Like, you you actually are asking? I don't know. It was popular. I don't know. Okay, Nah, dog. (laughs) So, um, Lofty was basically calling him out, like, we, because everyone was harping on Madden Web, how it's really shitty, shittily written, right? And it's got seven writers attached to it, and it still turned out like I thought it was five. No, it's seven. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it terrible. It takes them out right? too many. Like, yeah. So he's like, when, like, we should be able to criticize, Lofty was saying that we should be able to criticize writers, especially when not only are they putting out garbage, but they're consistently attached to garbage. Because one of the screenwriters had did, done, like, Dracula Untold, Morbius. Uh, Don't Power Rangers 2017. Yeah, Power Rangers. He'd just done nothing, but he'd wrote for nothing but shit movies. Yeah. And then this guy was just like, oh, well, you don't know what goes on behind the scenes, and there's a lot of changes. So Lofty was just like, hey, I'm on a stream right now. Just come on. This is Beast Up, right? Uh-huh. Just come and explain yourself. And the guy's like, no, just call me. And Lofty's like, I don't – oh, my God, what do I do? <laughs> I'm just, just Lofty, just call him. It's okay. So he goes, he calls him, and he comes back. He's like, hey, the dude agreed. So this dude came on. There was like a two-hour conversation about writers and whatnot. Um, and this guy's black. And when I say he's black, I'm saying he's black as black, right? And he embraces black culture, so he has like a bunch of, you know, black movies in his background on posters, right? And that entire stream, I didn't have my camera on. Yeah. Oh, I know what your picture was, too. My avatar right now for Black History Month is Blackface Trudeau. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think about that? He said nothing to me, and I sat there for two hours with this guy with a blackface avatar. And, and he, he didn't say anything. Hold on. Trudeau is not dressed up as a black guy, is he? I think he's dressed up as like an Indian. It's, it's supposed to be an Indian guy. He's yeah. supposed to be Aladdin, which he mistakes for Indian, who's actually Saudi Arabian. <laughs> he's supposed to be Aladdin? <laughs> That's supposed to be an Aladdin getup. Yeah. I didn't know that till just yeah. now. <laughs> That's really funny. I just noticed because I noticed that that is your picture, right? And I was looking at it and I was thinking because everybody's like, it's him in blackface. And I was like, Actually, I think he's going for an Indian look. And then that's yep. so funny that you go Aladdin because, like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, totally off. Totally yeah. off. Okay. But yeah, I, I just thought that was funny for Black History Month. But, yeah, everyone DM'd me after that. It's like, hey, that stream was great. Meanwhile, Vex is just sitting there with blackface. It's <laughs> like, so I'd never change. Did, like- did I, I show you that? Did you guys see what I posted on Twitter for, for Black History Month? I'm sure no. it was great. I'll, I'll, I'll take a screenshot and send it to you. It was, uh, it was me. Like one of the first times, one of the only times I've ever been, you know, made into a, a you know, like a um, Legion of Memers sort of thing. Was they did a, uh, a Leon in blackface, and uh, so they, they they turned me black. They even turned like the Billy Idol records behind me black. They turned my Sonic the Hedgehog pop or my um, um that's uh, Shinron pop into a uh, Kanye West pop. Hold on a sec, let me. Let me send you this. So this is this You're is my a connoisseur of the Funkos. I see. Uh, it, only when I get them is gifts because people know I'm a, a fan of Dragon Ball and stuff like that. I don't actually buy pops myself because I find it to be a bit, yeah, you know, 
hacky, but I appreciate gifts and I don't want to be an asshole. So let's see. Yeah, this was this was my uh, introduction to to Black History Month, and uh, so far no one's canceled me, so I feel like I'm doing fine. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Set to photo. Okay. Oh yeah, I did see this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to comment on this, but I was like, uh, you know what? I'm just going to leave that comment to myself because no one needs to know that. <laughs> you refrained? Yeah, I refrained. Wow. Now I want to know what you had to say. You I would me pay $100,000 to hear what you had to say. Uh, give me the money first and I'll say it. $100,000? That's an incredible sum. <laughs> all right i guess we'll never know well leon thanks for coming to hanging out again man sorry i was so late no no it, it was a blast it's only one o'clock a.m my time I, I i say i mean i mean it really only is i work nights so this is no big deal to me i'm still gonna make a video and everything it'll be great if you ever play that uh hell divers you got to report in absolutely i will i don't know Next. when it will be but i will i'm glad that your abs are burning Thanks, man. Hopefully, I'll poop tomorrow, though. Hopefully, well, do enough of those uh, the hit workout. I bet you that'll get some some right. bowel movements. Should we, should we close out with a little bit of Sonic fan fiction? One paragraph. That, there's no way to end this podcast like Sonic High School. Okay. Wow. Thanks," said Amy, and kissed Tails on the cheek for a reward. Really, Tails, you saved us, said Rouge, and kissed Tails on the other cheek. This shows that you can be cool by being smart, brackets, except if you are a nerd ass, bracket. Tails and Amy and Rouge walked out of the What is that whistling in the background? I don't know. I'm, I don't know. It wasn't on my end. Yeah. Do you hear it? No. No, I don't hear any whistling. Uh-oh. All right. We'll, we'll wrap it up. Tails and Amy and Rouge walked out of the bathroom and back to where Cream and Knuckles and Knuckles Jr. was. And soon Sonic and Shadow and Silver were back. <laughs> and they were all back together. There's lore, man. There's lore. He's 16 years old. The, the lunch lady, we got, and we got to witness it. The lunch lady was the only other person still there. And she saw how tired they look. So she made them all a bunch of chow meat sandwiches. And they ate <laughs> until their tummies were going to burst. All the time they were eating, though, Sonic thought, but then where is Charmy? And where is the guy who made the robot? And so many other things. High school drama is just so crazy to be a part of. Later, boners. Later, boners. <laughs> Goodbye, erect friends. <laughs>